I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. That's what matters, not what you can say you did on Instagram or you can say you hit that six-figure launch goal. Go for it. Have goals. By all means, have these wonderful, lofty goals. But at the end of the day, I want you to act like the CEO of your business in the same way that I've been challenged to do this. I am challenging you to do the same. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So I just got done wrapping up looking at my numbers for the last fiscal year. So looking at August 1st, 2021 through July 2022 and identifying my revenue, my revenue sources and my expenses and looking at my profit margin. Now I am in the business space and most of you who listen to this are as well. And there's something that's really common in our space. And it's talking about if you are a seven figure business owner. So we hear people say that they are seven figure business owners all the time. But what does being a seven-figure business owner mean? If I were to ask you and 10 other people listening to this episode right now, I would probably get 11 different answers to that question. Because here's the reality. Nobody has really defined what it means to be a seven-figure business owner. Yet so many of us aspire to be one. And last I checked, Where we put our aspirations, where we put our attention and focus is the direction that we will go. But when we focus on becoming a seven-figure business owner, I think most of us haven't defined what that means, so we don't even know the direction that we're heading in. Because here's the reality, seven figures can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. And because being a seven-figure business owner is such a milestone to reach that for some reason gives you some exorbitant amount of credibility in the marketplace, people will try and give themselves that title as fast as possible. So what does that mean? That means that some people are calling themselves seven-figure business owners Because over the life of their business, whether that be two years or 10 years, they have made seven figures, more than a million dollars in revenue in that business for the lifetime of the business. So I'm a seven-figure business owner can mean that from the time I became an entrepreneur in 2012 until today, right, we're talking 2022, I've made more than a million dollars in revenue in my business. That would make me a seven-figure business owner. And I could have that title right now if I wanted to have that title. But is that really the intention behind it? 
For some people, it means that they've made seven figures in a year. So one arm of their business or their business overall has made them over a million dollars in revenue in one year's time. Now, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, gosh, I've never asked this question about time, you're probably thinking it actually makes more sense for it to mean that they have earned a million dollars in revenue in a one year period of time. But there's no regulating body out there making sure that people have earned a million dollars in revenue over one year versus over the entire life of their business. And I'll just be real with you. There's no regulating body out there that's actually checking to make sure these people have made even a dollar in their business. But here's what I think is the most important conversation. It's the conversation that many of us are not having about profit. So we talk to and hear from course creators and membership site owners and group program owners who are talking about being seven-figure, six-figure, or multi-six-figure business owners all the time, right? But we really don't know what that means. In a year, 10 years, who really knows? But what we're also not talking about, and I think we need to talk more about, is profit. Because there are so many people who are investing tens of thousands of dollars in advertising, in programs and masterminds, and there is no profit to show for it. So maybe they do have that six-figure launch that is a goal for so many people. But what they don't tell you is that $80,000 of that $100,000 they just made was already spent before they ever opened the doors to that program, right? Their profit may have been $20,000 and they can't even pay themselves. So we need to have conversations about profit versus revenue, and it's my hope that we could all be a little bit more open about what our revenue and our profit looks like inside of our businesses. Because when we say seven-figure business owner, we're not talking about seven figures of profit. I don't think you could find one business owner out there right now, and if you know who they are, please send them my way so that I can thank them for this. But I don't think you can find one out there that is giving themselves the title of a seven-figure business owner based on their profit and not their revenue. But revenue is only one part of the equation. Now, revenue is important because the more you make, the more you can invest back in your business. So there's quite a few people that would justify right now that they have low profit margins because they're turning around and putting all that money back into ads to continue to grow the business. But I think for many business owners, especially in the online marketing space, we're really just trying to fudge the numbers a bit. And we don't want people to know that we actually aren't paying ourselves or that we can't afford to have an employee support us because all of our revenue is coming from pouring money into ads or programs. There's nothing wrong with investing in programs and developing your skills, but I think we need to start being a little bit more honest about what that revenue number actually means at the end of the day. And this was coming to mind for me because when I set my own business goals, I knew exactly what I needed to bring home. Now, that required me to know not only my revenue, right, but to know the profit margin. How much profit did I need to create in the business? And that profit for the business could not equal the amount of money that my family needed to live on because of a few things. One in particular being taxes. 
Uncle Sam likes to take a lot of the money that I make that you make, and we need to factor that money in because there's no skipping on paying Uncle Sam. I mean, there's some people out there that can get really creative, but I'm not all about wasting time on that. I'm just going to pay Uncle Sam and move on. So I need to set aside that money. I set aside a percentage of revenue for taxes. Okay. I set aside a percentage of revenue for investing in the business, for savings. And then I have my own salary and then I can take distributions above and beyond that if I need to. But what's important is that I know the amount my family needs to make every month to maintain the lifestyle that we have now. And I started with that number and I worked backwards to determine how much revenue I need to make from an annual or or monthly basis, how much revenue I need to make and what my profit margin needs to be in order to hit that money in my personal bank account goal keeping in mind taxes, business savings, and all of those other things. And my business coach, my friend PJ, if you're familiar with Susie Daphnis, who's been on the podcast, and she has a business called Her Business, her partner, PJ, her life partner and business partner is an extremely wise man. He's a friend of mine, and he guides me in these things in my business, and he makes sure that I know my numbers. And so I'm just passing on this wisdom to you. This doesn't come from me other than the fact that I've been an entrepreneur for more than 10 years and my family has suffered from me not knowing these things and not having the wherewithal to ask myself these questions ahead of time. Not just how much do I need to charge and how much revenue do I need to make, but what does my profit margin need to be to get the amount of money that I actually can live off of? Okay, how much do I need to set aside for taxes? So I want you to be thinking about these things now. I want you to be thinking about these things now. And I can tell you, looking at my numbers, I've got them right in front of me on this little note card because my husband just put it here for me earlier. I had in the back half of 2021, I had an 84.7% profit margin. And in the front half of 2022, I have had a 72.6% profit margin for a total profit margin of 77%. That is not typical. It's really not typical for people who are only doing courses and memberships, right? Because you have a lower dollar offer often that requires a big audience for you to pull from to get the conversions that you need, again, working backwards from our number to hit our goals inside of our business, okay? So that profit margin is usually much lower if you have more like a membership or a course. Now, I have a course, but my primary income, the place that I spend most of my time and give most of my energy to are my consulting clients. And because I work one-on-one with them, it's a high-ticket offer. I'm able to get them amazing results, and I love that. But that also means that it is a high-profit margin business for me. Now. I am limited because I can only serve so many one-on-one clients. And there's some things that I can do, like bring on additional team members to help me, uh, support me in the work that I do for my clients. And I've done a little bit of that and may do more of that. But there is sort of a limit, right, to what I can do there with that one-on-one consulting. And I want to be able to serve more people, which is why I have my course that I 
We used to teach these in-person workshops. Those were high ticket as well. And I was finally able to get all of that into a program that is affordable for the not beginner business owner, but for the person who is not at making a million dollars a year in their membership, right? They are in the earlier stages. They have a converting offer, but they want to understand the back end of that offer more, the community side, right? They understand the value of that now. So they're ready to invest in that. And that's where my course comes in. And that because of the nature of a course, because of the nature of a membership, it's still going to be a higher profit margin than you would get from like a brick and mortar business or a retail business or, you know, physical product e-commerce business. Of course, I'm still going to have higher profit margin. But I just want us to be transparent and open here in this conversation, because if you're new to business, I've been in this game for a while, and I have had this desire to be able to say that I am a seven-figure business owner, because I know the credibility that comes with that, whether deserved or not deserved. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time, every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. And so I just want to give you the gift right now of knowing that there is nothing special about being a seven-figure business owner, that the definition of seven-figure business owner is just muddy-muddy. Nobody really knows what it means. We could be talking about seven figures in a year. We could be talking about seven figures over the lifetime of the business. And I guarantee you they're not talking about seven figures in profit. So for some of you, you're out there doing done-for-you businesses, and right now you're doing well, and you have a high profit margin, and you got a lot of money in your pocket, okay? Don't give that up to turn around and try and launch a membership or a course because you're not going to get that same profit margin. It's going to take you a while to build that energy up. And so leverage this time where you have this high profit margin offer, pocket that cash and store up as much of that cash as you can so that you can use it to invest in creating an offer that's more scalable down the line if you choose to, one that doesn't take up as much of your time and energy. But I just wanted to give you the gift of not worrying about whether you're a seven-figure business owner or not, because nobody really even knows what that means. Nobody knows. And I also wanted to give you the gift of knowing that the launch statistics that you see posted in all of the Facebook groups, that 99.9% of those people never post their expenses. Some of them will post their expenses related to their launch. They might post their ad budget or something like that, but they're not talking about all of the work they did to get there. They're not talking about what they're paying their podcast producer. They're not talking about what they're paying their copywriter or their their tech person that created their sales page or their assistant or any of that. So be the business owner, be the CEO that knows these numbers and not the, what am I going to post on Instagram number, the oh my gosh, I finally hit this seven-figure revenue goal number, but the actual number that plays out in the day-to-day of your life, which is the money that you take home at the end of the day, the end of the year, at the end of the month, that's what matters in the end. That's what matters, not what you can say you did on Instagram or you can say you hit that six-figure launch goal. 
go for it. Have goals. By all means, have these wonderful, lofty goals. But at the end of the day, I want you to act like the CEO of your business in the same way that I've been challenged to do this. I am challenging you to do the same. And that means get really clear on your numbers. You need to know how much money you need to be putting into your pocket at the end of the day. You need to be factoring in taxes. You need to be factoring in business expenses. You need to be factoring in business savings. And all of that is going to roll up to that big revenue goal. And if it's not a seven-figure goal, that's okay. That's okay. Doesn't make you any more valid of a business owner to say that you're a seven-figure business owner when the title is just arbitrary anyways. All right. I know that this was a little off topic than what I typically talk about. It wasn't specifically community related, but I have just seen one too many posts about seven-figure business owner. I've seen one too many launch results posts that do not have expenses factored into them. And I want to be a voice to you, the community creator, the digital course creator, the membership site owner, the group coaching program owner, that person who's watching all of these big influencers on their podcasts and on Instagram just going, oh my gosh, that's the goal, seven-figure business owner. And I want you to be the smart business owner that knows your numbers and doesn't care about the titles and instead is focused on the goals that you have for your family and factors in all of these other things at play and sets a financial plan for your business that is going to help you succeed for a decade, right? That's going to help you succeed well beyond all the people out there doing the flashy things that have no profit margin to back them up. Okay, I'm done with my rant. That's all for today. Stay tuned next week. If you care about building communities and you want to create a more thriving community and empowered community team for your online program, that's what this show, this podcast is usually about. So stay tuned, subscribe. You'll get more of that. This was just a little bit of a rant today, but well needed, well needed, needed to be said. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.